with that, I would like to say a very big thank you for joining in for this week's episode of Value Nigeria with Ajibola. Thank you very much for listening in to all previous episodes and thank you once again for all the feedback that you've given us. It's energized us even to aspire to do more. In the past couple of episodes, we've talked about various foundational topics that we feel will be quite necessary for us to get a good grasp on before we start discussing the crux of what value investing actually is. We'll be continuing even along that line today, as um, today might most likely be the last episode that we'll be talking about the foundational team. Today we'll be looking at the history of the Nigerian Stock Exchange and then we'll be discussing some factors which um, we should consider even as we pick a stockbroker who will deal with. The Nigerian Stock Exchange actually started its life in September of 1960. It started as the Lagos Stock Exchange and um, operations only commenced in August of 1961. That was actually when trading actually commenced. We had initially only three equities listed on the exchange. There were a couple of um, federal government bonds, while the remaining were other securities. In December of 1977, there was an official transition from the Lagos Stock Exchange to the Nigeria Stock Exchange. Now, um, the Nigerian Stock Exchange has operated as a parastatal of the government all the while, and in the past week, there's been a complete demutualization of the Nigerian Stock Exchange. What that literally means is that the stock exchange has ceased to be a parastatal of the government and is now a publicly traded company. Uh, what that means is that you and I can actually buy shares in the Nigeria Stock Exchange if we so please or if it so pleases us to do this. So the Nigerian Stock Exchange has transitioned from being a non-profit organization to being a profit organization now. It's now listed on the NESD OTC platform. In accordance to this demutualization, there's been a change of name. It ceased being the Nigeria Stock Exchange. It's now the Nigeria Exchange Group with the tickle symbol NXG. Now, there are various sectors uh, on the Nigerian Stock Exchange. Sectors just means grouping of um, various companies with uh, respect to what they do or what they're engaging. So we have the banking sector, which includes all the banks listed on the stock exchange. We have the insurance sector. We have the consumer good manufacturers. These are people that manufacture like salt, sugar, alcohol, beverages, and household items. We have the industrial sector. These are industries that produce like um, cement, like paint. We also have the agricultural sector, which are is just the sector that um, encompasses all companies that engage in agricultural services or produce agricultural products. We also have the oil and gas companies, which include the explorers and uh, the marketers of petroleum products. We have the conglomerates, which are just companies with lots of subsidiaries in them. Example, an example would be Transcop. 
We also have the REITs, which are the Real Estate Investment Trusts. These are just companies that own various buildings. It can be commercial, it can be rental properties across the country. And um, they rent out those properties and the rent is distributed to shareholders in this company. The main meat of today's discussion will be factors that we need to consider even as we decide on picking a stockbroker. Now, why do we need a stockbroker? You certainly need a stockbroker to trade on the floor of the Nigerian Stock Exchange. It's not accessible to individuals. You need to go through a stockbroker. So a stockbroker acts as a middleman between the seller and the buyer of whichever company you are buying or selling part-time. So there are hundreds of stockbroking firms across the country. And then this is just a brief on what to look out for when you are deciding on which stockbroker to choose. Now, the first thing I would like to talk about is the various fees that these stockbroking firms charge, that a couple of them charge. Now, there's what we call the account maintenance fee, which some stockbrokers charge. This is just an annual fee that um, is termed an account maintenance the the crux of what accounts or what they are necessarily maintaining is a, a question I'll leave you to answer. But some stockbroking firms charge these yearly fees while others don't. Now, there's a buy and sell commission that every stockbroking firm charges. This is where they make their own profit from. So for every share you sell or for every share you buy, there's a little commission that accrues to each stockbroking firm. The rate of this fee varies from stockbroking firm to stockbroking firm. Some charge very low fees, while others charge relatively relatively higher fees as compared to the low-cost brokers. Now, the last fee structure I'll be talking about will be fees for fund deposits or fees for fund withdrawals. Some stockbroking firms charge a little amount each time you deposit money into your into your brokerage account or each time you re- withdraw from your brokerage account. Now, the reason why I've talked about all these fee structures is just so that by the time you are deciding on which stockbroking firm to do business with, it's better to ask the potential stockbroking firms which of all these charges they charge. You want to know if they charge you an annual maintenance fee. You want to know the percentage points of their buy and sell commission. And you also want to know if they charge you for account deposits, for depositing into your brokerage account and for withdrawing. For small individual investors who are just starting out, it's important you have a brokerage firm that charges fees that are minimal. High net worth individuals might not necessarily bother about the amount of fees they are paying as long as they are getting excellent service. But for small individual investors, this might be a very important factor in deciding which stockbroking firm to do business with. Now, another very important aspect that you need to consider is the availability and quality of of customer service that each stockbroking firm offers. Now, some stockbroking firms are known to be notorious with poor customer service. You send them emails, they don't acknowledge those emails, they don't reply those emails. 
and some other brokerage firms have excellent customer care service you send them a mail you place a call through to them and they are on top of whatever your requests are so it's important to decide on which which of the stockbroking firms you will need if you are a beginner that is new to trading you certainly might need quite a lot of customer support at one point or the other so i would encourage you to go with a stockbroking firm reputed to have good customer care representatives attentive to all of your concerns and you know promptly reply and respond to your emails another thing i would like to talk about will be the trading platforms now this is something that is new over the past um, three four years previously before now to place a trade either to buy or sell you need to physically go to the office of your stockbrokers fill out a trade form either a buy or a sell request form and then they put the trade on for you however today most of the stockbroking firms have a trading platform that the individual investor can log on to and place his trades either you want to buy or you want to sell so you can do it yourself and those trades are sent directly to the floor of the stock exchange where they can be executed within seconds so you want to ask each stockbroking firm if they have a trading platform how easy their trading platform is to use do they have any manuals or do they have any user guides on how to use their trading platforms for a beginner or for someone who is just starting out i encourage that you get a brokerage account that has or you get a brokerage account in a stockbroking firm that has an easy to use platform that is not cumbersome to use and it's quite straightforward the last but not the least amongst all the things that i want you to consider is the minimum account opening deposit stock each stockbroking firm is different there are some that with 5000 10000 naira they are happy for you to open an account with them while others would actually require you to deposit maybe 1 million naira 10 million naira or 100 million naira depending on the each stock the preference of each stockbroking firm so as you make inquiries from one stockbroking firm to the other you want to ask them as well how much is the minimum amount required to open an account with your firm this just you know helps you so you don't waste your time as an as a small individual investor talking with a stockbroking firm that will require you to deposit its 100 million that you probably might not have at this point of your investing career now putting all these things together there is actually no perfect stockbroking firm in all the planet there is a need for a trade-off between one feature or the other now let me explain further for a stockbroking firm that charges low commissions probably charges you no account maintenance fees charges you no deposit or withdrawal fees you don't expect them to have excellent customer service because the fees that would have been used to pay good customer care representatives are the you know rebates and the incentives that they've given you to join them okay so it needs to be a trade-off you can't have it all in one brokerage firm so as a, a new investor you need to sit down and decide for yourself what do you need the most do you need more of 
excellent customer service that will guide you through the process? Would you need more of an excellent trading platform that would, you know, make your investing journey smooth? If those are your needs, then it's very likely that a stockbroking firm that can satisfy those needs will probably charge you a little higher. And if you are somebody that is coming into the game with quite a lot of experience, this is not your first rodeo, okay? With that, you can decide to go for a stockbroking firm where you can trade yourself, where they have low fees, and in return, you probably can expect poor customer service or, you know, poor customer relations. So it's a trade-off. To decide on which stockbroking firm to choose, you need to first determine what your needs are, and based on your needs, you can then find a stockbroking firm that can satisfy those needs. In the show notes to this episode, I'll leave a link where you can get a list of all the approved stockbroking firms in the country. You can shoot as many of them an email, ask them all the questions, all these things, and they can get back to you and then you can decide on which stockbroking firm to open an account with. And voila, welcome to the game. In summary, we've talked about... um, the history of the Nigerian Stock Exchange, how we've gotten to where we've gotten to today. We've also talked about salient points to consider when you are choosing a stockbroking account. Hopefully by next week, in our next episode, we'll begin talking about the crux of what value investing actually is. I really, really look forward to our episode next week. It's going to be packed. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode. See you next week with a whole lot of anticipation in my heart. Have a lovely week ahead. Bye.